3: USA. Yo, 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 yo. I'm DJ Envy.
5: And I go by the name of Charlamagne the God with the world's most dangerous morning show,
6: The Breakfast Club. And currently we are on vacation.
5: Man, totally disconnected. Yes. We're not even really here. You think you're listening to us, but we not.
6: Well, we are not. We're here in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be playing some of our top interviews and some throwbacks. So, Keep it locked. Red is going to be running the boards, and uh, we'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest,
5: whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
6: Hello, who's this? It's your boy O'Neill from Houston, Texas. O'Neal from Ace Town. What up? Get it off your chest, brother. Yeah, I want to
1: give a shout out to my
6: boy DJ Authentic, aka DJ Envy, on a good season one episode eight of East New York. You did your thing, man. Thank you, brother. Uh, you know, I was excited to do that, and uh, they're gonna bring me back. I think I'm on um, the first episode in the new year, and hopefully, they bring me back for some other stuff, man. I'm excited about it, man. I love that series. The show is really good. If you haven't seen it, it's called East New York. It's on CBS. Great show, and I'm just excited. He definitely that talk snitching. About me.
5: He's snitching. He's definitely going to snitch the next episode. I held
6: it down the, the first episode so <laughs> they going to break him. They ain't breaking me.
1: Yeah.
6: Well, also uh I want to say
1: uh that uh hip hop uh homicide. That's also good with pop smoke. Man. Too. It's hip hop homicide show, first of
5: all. Yeah, hey, I, I, I say I say homicide the same way. Where you from?
1: I'm from Louisiana,
5: but I stay in uh, Houston. Yeah, it's a southern thing, I guess, because I say hip hop homicides too, but it's homicides. Hey, that's one of the best shows on TV, man. Salute to Van Lathan
6: and 50 Cent. Mona, Mona Scott, Scott Young. Scott, yes. That's one of the
5: best shows on television, man.
6: Yeah, this week uh, they're going to be diving into uh, the murder of XXX Attention and. Uh, it's after- I love eh? It, Tintashion. Yeah. And then after that, they're going to uh, do Mo3 from Dallas. Uh, and then they're going to do. Uh, damn, I don't want to say his, his name wrong. Uh, FBG Duck? Yeah. Out of Chicago. Right. I got a feeling they're gonna do one on takeoff too. Well not nah, well not this year, because th- those are the last three that they got. XX tuncheon uh, Mo3 and FBG Duck. But like hey, you bro, said, the, pre- the The way that you know so many of our, our hip hop stars are passing and being killed. I mean, this show, it it can continue on. I like how they do the show, though, because because the show addresses,
5: like, all the socioeconomic conditions Mm -hmm. that lead to things like this happening. They deal with people's trauma. They deal with a lot of these brothers' hurt and anger. So it's not just exploitation
6: of a murder, you know? Correct. And they talk to the right people. They talk to the right people, the family members, people involved, police officers, uh, special agents, friends, uh, pastors. And then they try to get a solution of, of why, you know, hopefully this can be solved and stopped. And, and maybe
1: it's a good show, bro. Y'all need y'all, y'all y'all need to keep watching it. Uh for people that ain't watching, I ain't gonna give too much about it, but hey, it's a good show.
6: Right, and you can stream it on All Black, uh, and they got all the episodes up there. Shout out to Van Lathan, man. He did an, uh, he does an amazing job on that show. All right, man, y'all have, to have a good morning. Peace, king. Hello, who's this? Shayna. Hey Shayna, get it off your chest. I just wanna thank God for
7: this day. That's right. Us, you know. I know. It. <laughs> Look, I'm thank God for this day, for this job. I'm so blessed. I'm highly favored. I got my
0: own business. And I just wanted to thank God. That's all, God. Shana, Shana, you're,
5: you're, not, you're not just blessed and highly favored. You're blessed black and highly favored.
0: You, you absolutely right. I am blessed black like
7: and highly favored. And I just want to thank God for it. Thank yes, you, Mama. ma'am. Hello, who's this? Hey, man, what's up? This is Reckless TV. How y'all doing?
6: What's up, Reckless TV? Get it off your chest.
7: I wanted
1: to speak about college. I did trade school. I did. Two years for HVAC and uh, electricity and I can work anywhere in the United States. I'm 23 years old and nobody's doing trade no more. Everybody's trying to be doctors and lawyers. So right now, trade school is the best thing you can do. I agree. After, after I graduated,
7: my, uh, my teacher came to me and said I should go for another four years and I'd be guaranteed to make six figures and I can go anywhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. So
1: trade school is popping right now Because ain't nobody really doing it And everybody needs help with HVAC and uh, air conditioning Yeah, man, exactly
5: Man, I, I met mean. this guy the other day I think when I was in D.C., man He ran up on me and He was like, man, thank you for always talking about trade school Because I went to trade school And I've been gainfully employed for 40-plus years There you go <laughs> I forgot what he said he did
6: Alex! What's up? What's up? What's up? Get it up, up, up your chest, Alex Who Envy the Don? Yes, sir What's up, brother? Envy the Don My
7: man, what's up? Envy the Don got that bread <laughs>
6: Jay Z got that billion, huh? Yeah, Jay Z got a
5: billion. Oh, Billy. got a Billy. Got a Billy. How they did you get it? Do we learn from Jay? or do we learn from
7: Missy Hussle? Which one? You, you say what? what? Do we learn from Missy or Do we learn from Jay Z?
5: You learn from both of them. You had more than one teacher in school, didn't you?
2: Yeah. Hopefully, you learn from a lot of people what are you every day. About?
5: Why y'all say such stupid things? Seriously. why do you wake up in the morning and just like say things that you give no thought to whatsoever? Do <laughs> so you she only learn no from thought. one person throughout your whole life? Nah, Charlamagne, we ain't gotta go like that, Charlamagne. I'm just this saying, one. you know, Nipsey Nip- Nip- Hussle learned from his OGs. He learned from Elijah Muhammad, message to the black man. Elijah Muhammad was always talking about doing for self and owning your own. So, what are we talking about here? We learn from a lot of different people in life. Don't forget that bag, to get that meal. All right, man. Have a blessed day. Peace, bro. <laughs> y- 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 y'all, y- y'all just pissing What's me off this morning. What's this up, morning? up with y'all this know. morning, man?
2: They're getting it off their chest, y'all, man.
6: <laughs> Let's just let them talk. They do sound a little golly. stupid this morning. <laughs> Michael! Hey, how's it going, brother? Good morning, everybody. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, neighbor! Get it off your chest, man. Yeah. I- yep, I'm calling from Delaware Beach, but I love you guys.
5: i always listening to the show. You guys are amazing. Thank you, sir. We Thank appreciate you, so much. you man. You're welcome. Shalom
8: out to guy. I love you, brother. I appreciate I, I, the work and everything,
5: man. We love you, bro. I love you too, my brother. Thank you. Appreciate you, King. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. But it's not your house, you got to give people directions. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like, hey, y'all grab that, bring that over here, or just bring a big trash bag out. And open
2: uh, it up. Yeah, you got to right, make people right. clean up before they leave. While they're still there, they should be cleaning the whole time.
6: People should do that, anyway. Hey, you exactly. should have to tell uh-huh. people that. Like, you should
7: have came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for 30 years. Like, yeah.
2: I want to just get up and leave, too. No, you're right. Well, you got to start it's calling rude. your
6: family members out. You got to start saying their names, Yes. I mean, yeah, you're right.
2: Oh, we, we, you wasn't there. You left
1: at 2 p.m. Oh, kid <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of doing this by myself. I'm calling y'all
5: out. You can't, right. yeah.
6: You can't let him leave. But that, that was I your first mistake. You let him leave. See to let him go. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is AJ. Evie. AJ, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, my ex is trifling, bro. What happened, brother? Well, guess
1: what? She is getting married this month, <laughs> and we had sex.
2: Sounds like you trifling too.
1: Congratulations to her, though. Nah, I guess I'm not. So. The creepy thing is, she was like, oh. We can get a hotel, blah blah blah, but you you're getting married and you're cheating on her. First house. of all, don't no. judge, yeah, don't, don't, don't
5: don't don't judge her, because it takes two, okay? Don't judge her, and she that was her little last rob before she jumped the broom. All right. Nah. Do you
2: want? Do you want her back?
5: It sounds like you does. You're an accessory to the infidelity, sir. You're an accessory to the crime. Guess what?
1: Guess what? Let me tell you something. Uh oh. If you're, if you're getting married, why would you want to cheat on your husband? Yeah, I feel like her.
5: you only did this just so you can say this. I how really did you, feel like how you
1: how
2: only did, turn did into this the to the hold us si- over her head. How did you turn into the side piece after being the main?
1: Well, we were together for um, two years, and then um, we started parting ways. all arguments by cheating, and I was like, nah. It was, it was too much for me, so I called it off, mm-hmm. and then... She got into a whole new relationship with this new guy. I'm happy for her. Okay,
2: you get to
1: do it. He's hurt. You get to do it. Do you,
2: do you, do you do miss you her? Do you do no, I
5: don't.
1: You lying, man, man? Get out. Get off my phone, man. Don't. Don't tell these females, bro. Are
2: They're
6: you gonna tell women. it? <laughs> He's Are you
2: gonna tell her husband, her fiance?
6: Nope. Okay. Well, then why would you call this morning? You got it off your chest, and now it's done. You never have to talk about it again.
1: Nah, it's not worth it.
6: All okay.
2: right.
1: You
5: petty bro I'm
2: sorry sir Yeah I
1: guess I am Yes you are Have yeah. a blessed day <laughs> He's
6: hurt man Black man don't trust these females Man what? shut up Black He's man don't hurt, trust these females What is wrong with him He's really hurt <laughs> <laughs> Get it off your chest 800 <laughs> 585 Black man don't cheat remix Black man don't trust these females I bet you he called a husband I, won't bet, I, bet, I bet you next week He'll be like I call a husband I bet you Get it off your chest Is the Breakfast Club Good morning The Breakfast Club Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with Code Breakfast. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like will they score more or less than 30 points, or have more or less than eight assists. Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with cold breakfast. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with cold breakfast. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited? See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos.
8: The Breakfast Club, your mornings will never be the same.
6: Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Our guy. Uh, Nick Cannon. We
9: here.
5: All right. discreet say Nick No Condom Cannon. That's right. <laughs> that what they say?
6: The, the fertilizer. The <laughs> fertilizer. How many <kids laughs> do you want, Nick? How,
9: how many do you want? Man, honestly, somewhere at 10 to 12, I, I wouldn't be Why mad Why so mad at... many?
6: Just... Yeah, you got
9: so many, too.
6: <laughs> I, got, well, I, I got five and one on the way. So I'm, I'm have six, but I'm stopping it. Really? I'm stopping are you
9: sure is it the beauty of fatherhood man when you really talk about like the the essence of living in as a father too man i've learned so much just from my children man Mm -hmm. like and, and it's so amazing and i really just love being around my kids and just that youthful energy it feels like you get to relive every time Every time i love that and i think because you know i've been through so much in my life you know physically mentally and spiritually like the the best place that i find is the time that i spend with my kids and the energy and to get as much of that as possible to pass on you know all that i've lived into something else that's why i do it man it's
5: not the number of kids though i guess people question the different baby mothers that's what well, it why is. do people
9: question that that's a Eurocentric concept When you think about The, the ideas of like it's, You're supposed to have This one person For the rest of your life And really that's just to classify property When you think about it I mean like When you go into that mindset If we really talking that talk Like just the idea that A man should have one woman We shouldn't have anything I have no ownership Over this person Like if we really talking about How we coexist And how we populate It's about What exchange can we create together So all women Are the ones that Open themselves up to say, "I would like to allow this man in my world, and I will birth this child." Mm-hmm. So, it uh, ain't my decision. I'm I'm following suit. So, so the women, the, the I women respect that, you're that game
5: you them running them no, on them, no, ladies. No, wow, no, that, Nick, that, that, Nick, that's,
9: that, that's what you're spitting. That's what you that's the dream you the selling.
6: Wow. <laughs> so, the women are they the ones that are making the choice. So the truth. women you have their in a, in a relationship with, they don't mind that you. Every woman that I I
9: deal with or dealt with they know how I feel and it usually is a concept like I don't I'm not going around like who am I gonna impregnate next Like, nah it's usually scenarios and like that's the thing people say certain things in the Mm -hmm. public but when you really look at how a family infrastructure is designed the the woman is the one that always leads and makes the decision. I agree wholeheartedly I say that all the time I say
5: that we had to do some real societal brainwashing to make people believe that men were the actual leaders women lead In, in
9: every scenario that I've had I step back and say, how do you want to do this? Well, I've heard people say that they think you having
5: all these kids with different women is selfish because you can't possibly give the time to all of the different kids.
9: Every single one of my kids. I'm at every basketball game, every martial arts practice. I'm, and people don't understand how I do it, but that's literally my children are my priority. Mm-hmm. It's all about being present. And I always say all for all of those people that, that say, man, there's no way he can do it, I sit back and watch.
5: So you think it's a coincidence that... um. Nick Cannon is NC and no condom is NC. Do you think that is a coincidence or is that divine? <laughs> no,
9: let, let's... Hey, that's a... I like that. Contrary to popular belief, I do wear condom. <laughs> that's a d- <laughs>
5: please
9: <laughs> that's a damn lie Why, what
5: reason do we have to believe that and don't out no. the condom name because nobody gonna use those <laughs> no yes matter of fact what is the brand, no, tell so, brand. so they I can like be discontinued
9: you know, <laughs> I, keep, I keep the gold packs with me but well <laughs> you <laughs> need to stop wearing them a <laughs> they're a little baggy something's slipping up <laughs> <laughs> the the Magnus be breaking though They do uh, no, Okay, so let's go through this process Let's talk, oh let's talk God. Every relationship starts off with a condom Yes Correct Then, once you feel like you get the Oh, we, there's trust It's comfortable And then, once However, that first slippage of Either you didn't have it The condom breaks something You was in the shower and it slipped it or whatever And like, alright, well we done crossed this threshold now so f- we don't need them no more so <laughs> we, you know how it feels now and then because and that's why i say no children are ever accidents because if we make the conscious effort of stepping up and having uh unprotected, unprotected sex. sex you know the consequences you know, consequences. The, you know you're, yeah. you're gonna have you're preparing to have a child correct so anybody that you anybody i ever had unprotected sex with i knew okay this is someone i wouldn't mind creating life with mm-hmm. i'm under the right sober state of mind every mm-hmm. time i go into any sexual activity well, some of child. your kids
6: are close to the same age so that means you slinging d- with no condom <laughs> to a, a couple of girls
9: now as someone who has to see the doctor because of my other ailments yeah and i probably got a little careless with that because i'm std checking every week because i get my blood taken every week because of lupus mm-hmm. so I usually know where I'm at, and I also... What about the young lady, though? Usually know, so, <laughs> and in that scenario, she knows what it is. If a, someone suggests using a condom, of course, that's what we doing. Do you think you might come back and be like, no, I do want to be with one person? When you talk about ma- marriage, you're talking about the the business of marriage, because marriage is a business, it's a contract, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mean, I think it's a soul tie, too. I mean, when, when you find covenant, the right person. That's a covenant. But I'd much rather have someone as a companion for life. I'm not moved by sex. I don't make decisions off of sex. I, I probably have some of the closest people in my life when it comes to women that I'm not sexually active with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I tell off top, if it's about your vagina, we can take that off the table from the gate mm-hmm. because now I can really get to know you. Because now I'm not. I don't. I don't, I don't check, I, clearly, the world knows I have enough access to vaginas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let me really break down where we at with this. So I feel like some of my strongest relationships with women. Going, I mean, we in our forties now. Like, mm-hmm. like later on in life, and sh- the sh- ain't even working the way it is. Gonna need that one. You gonna need that one to hold you down. Yeah, you gonna be like, who? who can I go to the movies with? Mm-hmm. I'd rather focus on in that direction and figure out who can I solely have sex with. Whether mm-hmm. one, I'm not moved by it. So, like again,
6: those constructs don't really. I'm. I don't think about that. All right, we got more with Nick Cannon when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Nick Cannon versus uh-huh. Mariah Carey. Who would you love to see Mariah Carey go against? First of all, I thought you were about to ask Nick if he's going to do a versus. Man. I'm like, stop.
9: Come on, man. Why are you
8: always? Why you always playing <laughs> man? Nick got some records, <laughs> man.
6: He, he got <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you all the inter- time. So I will like, always
9: be an interrogator about your music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I will get to that, too. You know the thing about my music is, like, it's funny to me. Because I even, rhyming words ain't hard. Now, to be a great artist, now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, we want to talk about that. I'm here to be the best artist I can be, and I think when it's all said and done, when I'm gone, I'm like, oh that could get down a little bit. That actually was talented, not for music, <laughs>
5: God, <shut laughs> everything up, man. else. I mean everything. When I say everything else, I think everything No, hold up. <laughs>
9: Let's talk this to real quick. Are we saying? Because I'll give you one of the other. Are we saying rap or music? I have only heard you rap. What was the yeah, other yeah, Okay, say less. You never you never see me play guitar. Play oh no
5: no you talk about I saw the piece you did with um oh what was the sister name? Kiara Shear. Kiara Shear. Mm-hmm. That was dope. I've been I grew up in a that church, Charlie man. Yeah, 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 I could yeah, yeah, yeah. pick up
9: any instrument in a church and he, play it. He's judging you off a giggolo. Giggolo wildfire fire. Gigolo Okay. I like gigolo <laughs> Okay how hard you say the words. <laughs> you ain't gonna make that song like, no more fire gigolo. You <laughs> didn't like Can I Live, me and Anthony live. Hamilton? Me and Kanye produced it? I don't even remember that record nope. I remember Jay-Z Can't Outlive yeah. I, live. You Can't shut out, I do Back to Mariah Carey man. Versus. Versus Versus He's he gonna hate on me forever And I love it Cause it's my friend I need the, I need this shit. Just in
5: the music I support Nick In everything else he does
9: So and Out ain't music? Oh Wildin' Out's I, fire I produce every beat On that show Every song you've heard I wrote it
5: Even when they be doing Like the, the songs Like the uh Who, who, Church co- who, who the, makes the, the beat? Classroom. Where do you
9: think The beat came from? Every song Every music Everything you hear I make on the spot sometimes. Okay. Tell me yeah. about but that, that ain't <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel so it. everything you ever see, every oh, anything sonically that's ever come out of wine, I've made myself. Wow.
5: Okay. So I did didn't now. know. What do you
6: say now? What do you say
5: now? I support him in everything he does <laughs> <laughs> except for his rap career. <laughs> I love Wild and Out. Dizzy Who Dizzy doesn't love
3: Wild
9: Out? <laughs> Wild Out is a classic staple in our culture. Dizzy Van Winkle. <laughs> And every time you came on wild out, I bodied you in the freestyle. Definitely Let's go to verse. No, I had
5: one good. I had a good ball one time. You were, he did have the one. I did, I was, I yeah, it was something about the, the My joint. kids
9: didn't look like me or
5: some. No, like no, it was uh oh. You the Birdman of TV, and you need to pay all your little wheezy. <laughs> no, no, uh, oh yeah, no, no, uh, oh, <laughs> that? that was a ball. That wrote that? Me,
6: off the top. <laughs> That's a lie. Off the top. So back to back Mariah to verse. Yes, yes, yes. Versus
9: who could go against Mariah? Only person who has the level of talent. And this would never happen. The level of talent and hits. When Houston? No. Because Mariah writes, that's why okay. people got to understand. Mariah's a musician. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed by people who can perform songs that it took 30 people to make with you. Mm. That's, that's a go lot gonna, of people, though. That's going to be. That's a Michael ride.
6: Jackson. They can't stab it at somebody. But no, for real. That's
9: Michael Jackson. That's Beyonce. No, exactly. That's After Rihanna. Take, the greatest. I'm telling you, the greatest are the ones who can. You can put somebody in a room by their damn self and they come out with a hit. That's why like the Steve, shout out to Stevie Wonder the greatest. Right? No one could ever do a versus with him. And that's a, I'm, that's <laughs> literally, he was one He was one of the real ones that called me. That's like close friends. And he and I have this conversation. There's a different level. Wait, you say, I see
5: what's going on with you, Nick. And, <laughs> sure I really know, want they to they go. me all the time. He <laughs> <laughs> all the time.
9: I'm like, who is this for? Stevie, me or you? <laughs> 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 he, he's looking at the phone. He FaceTimed he's, he's so funny. He's like, yo, I'm driving. I got to go. <laughs> I can't be driving and talking about it the same time. <laughs> no, but I'm, t- I'm impressed by artists like that. So, only person in this day and age that could go, that could have gone against Mariah Carey because she writes all of her songs, she actually produces all of her songs, she puts the songs together and performs them at a high level, R. Kelly. I've actually watched Mariah write out lyrics and say, I'm going to go put this mm-hmm. to something. And then when you can perform it at a six octave level, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean. And that's what I I watched R. Kelly do the same thing. He he. When you think about the level of hits that he pinned and put together, other than Jiggle, because one f- don't think it was a hit, but <laughs> I mean, it was a hit. I just you
8: know, yeah. F- with it, let's play
9: it. Let's play it right now. <laughs> you want right. to play Jiggle? <laughs> bars in it. I was like, call me the Scarecrow. I'm looking for some brain. That's a bar. <laughs> Nick, we appreciate you for joining us. Let's go. We're going to
5: play, play Jiggle before no, we go. No, you're not. I, I, now I don't even want to hear it. Anymore, man. Yeah, no, we're <laughs> we going we play it. Right don't play it. No, 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 mind. No, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it was 20 stuff. years ago. No, but it's Nick, Nick no, for real, it. salute to Nick. You got to give mm. Nick his flowers, Absolutely. man. We don't celebrate Nick enough in our culture nah. for everything yeah. that Nick does for black people. He keeps black people employed. He's put out a lot of black talent out here in this culture over the years. That's right. This isn't nothing new. we just getting started. And I know you're just getting started. So we got to salute Nick Cannon. We do not give Nick Cannon his flowers enough man we I really appreciate don't appreciate so let's man.
9: do it nick cannon don't give me no flowers plant some seeds Ooh. Ooh. Okay.
6: Bars. <laughs> Bars. Bars. it's the breakfast club good morning it's topic time
5: Pick up the phone, call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the breakfast club talk about it Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. And we are talking about money this morning. Where did it come from, you?
2: This comes from Heart to Heart. Kevin Hart sat down with Jay Z on his show, and he was talking about issues that he's had when it comes to family, friends, and money. Listen to this.
5: And how money can come between friends. You know, we, we haven't had money for a long time, so we don't know how to, we're not professionals at navigating how to communicate from that space Absolutely. some people haven't evolved past 16 they still stuck in that place but you evolving every year mm-hmm. so that may be a threat to them you have cousins you got to go home for thanksgiving and people are talking to you like kevin hart and you going home for solace you want
6: family you're going home for peace of mind you going home for peace of mind and they don't give you that and your because cousins you're not, you're not the that.
5: cousins in your grandma's living room saying yo man i got this uh i got this play i want to if you just give me <laughs> you know what I mean? 4,800, I, I could make you 2 million. You yeah. like, it don't work like yeah. that, fam. But you got to explain to him, like, life isn't like that. Mm.
2: All right, good morning, Gene. Good morning. So, you had this uh, problem yourself?
1: Yes, I have. First off, good morning, Angela Lee. Good morning, Charlamagne. Peace, King. Yeah, so uh, pretty much I've had that issue when I was younger that I always wanted to help the family. and But I had to learn that. You can't pour from a cup that's half empty. You got to make sure that your blessings are overflowing before you start helping other people. Right. And you have to be able to discern when to say yes and when to say no. Right. So you put yourself in the bar.
2: I never want to feel mad or bitter that I did something, like that I helped somebody, you know, that needed it. So I don't want to put myself in that position. But we're not friends anymore now because Mm -hmm. you asked for something, I gave it to you, you made a promise to me and then couldn't fulfill that side of the promise. But I don't like when people also borrow money and then never bring it up again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Like you give and a lot of times what I do if I give to somebody I don't expect it back, but yep. if you're gonna give it back then I expect you to give it back. Like don't tell me you're gonna give it back if you're not. Like if you just need it and
5: can't get it back to say, Hey, I'm not gonna be able to pay you back, but I really need this right now. That's right.
2: All right, well thank you. You're a good man.
5: Yes.
8: Yeah. All right, y'all have a blessed day.
2: You too.
5: <clears throat> I tell you something else too, man. Sometimes you could be paying someone, you can give you can be uh, you know, giving them money, making sure they're eating. They might blow the money and then feel like you should be giving them more to blow. Like they they, they feel like they don't even have to uh do the right thing with their money cuz they think that you're you're always going to be giving it to them.
2: Yeah, or sometimes you do a lot for somebody and you give them money all the time and then one time you say no, all of a sudden you're yep. the worst person in the world. They forget yep. all the other great things that you did because you said no one time. Yep. <laughs> all right, good morning. Who's this?
1: Good morning, this is Dove. How
2: What's up, Dove?
1: Not much. How are
2: you? I'm good. So what's up with your money issues?
1: Oh, man. My boy, man. He, was my, he was my boy, man. Let him meet my kids. I met his kids. And um, we used to work together and um, I let him borrow money because he told me he needed to re-up and I let him borrow money and then my car broke down so I needed a, I needed a car real quick I bought a car with him a week later the training went and I put money into it and I'm like yo just give me back $100 he's like alright I got you I got you Giving me a runaround ever since. It's like, and then then you want to be on social media, flashing money. It's like, bro, you owe me a hundred dollars. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> That's the worst um, when somebody owe you money and they on social media doing it up, flashing that, flashing that. So I'm like,
1: you know what? It is what it is. Like, I already, I already let you borrow money. Like, you know, God bless me. So I'm not tripping over hundred dollars, but. I'm
2: just gonna cut you off. It is what it is. Now, Dub, is um, tranny short for transmission? Yep. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to check. When you, okay, I knew what you meant,
5: sir. I mean, I use context clues. You talked about a car. That's I just it. never
2: heard that. I'm good,
5: <laughs> I'm good
1: brother.
2: Hey,
5: you know how
1: long I've yeah. been trying to get in contact for this number.
5: <laughs> we appreciate you, brother.
2: Yeah, glad you made it. Can we borrow some money?
1: you, <laughs> and let you borrow, let me time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bye. I don't even need nothing.
5: Just follow me on the gram at C to God, C T H A G O D.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, that is.
5: Uh... Well, we got to give a moral of the story, man. And the moral of the story for me is no n-o period no is a complete sentence and you have to use your own discernment when it comes to who you loan money to and if you choose not to loan any money that's perfectly fine don't let me don't let anybody family friend or whoever make you feel otherwise
2: all right well that's um there you go
6: there's your advice it's the breakfast club Morning everybody, it's DJ, MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. we are The Breakfast Club, we got a special guest in the building, yes indeed, this is our first time here, finally, Meg <laughs> the Stallion, Gonna give Meg some round of applause, right. god damn
5: it. get the energy right in here, god damn it,
2: aka Sugar, aka Tina Snow in the yeah. building,
6: album is out right now, now let's, let's start For people that don't know How did Meg The Stallion Start out as a rapper How did you get into This rap game So my mom was a rapper mm-hmm. And
7: like everyday After school And when she would Get off work I would see her In her room writing And stuff And then she would be Like going to the studio And I will be in The little waiting room mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure She thought I was in there Doing like little kid stuff But I will be like Listening at the door Like oh okay yeah yeah And <laughs> I, I really thought It was normal I kind of low key Thought everybody Mama was doing that So, <laughs> <laughs> my mama so was rapping. Yeah I didn't know mm-hmm. So like I don't know it was just normal so I would eventually like start stealing her CDs with like all her instrumentals on there and like start sneaking and writing and then she'll be like asking like have you seen my CDs and I'll be like no mm-hmm. <laughs> like and then like eventually when I graduated from high school I was like I can rap and she was like no you can't and I was like yeah I can she was like let me hear you so I started rapping and she was like oh my god like you can't <laughs> you, rap she, yeah, you she remember was really,
5: the first verse you spit for
7: I really don't remember what I was saying but I remember I rapped over like the I'm different beat by 2 Chainz okay. and <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> she was like oh shit like so then ever since then like I don't think she still even took me seriously then so I started going to the studio on my own. And so when she knew I was at the studio by myself and stuff, she was like, oh, hell no, nah, I'm going to manage you. And we doing this. She probably this. was raw, too. I, I I was exactly how I rap now. Like, I was talking probably a little more crazier back like, then. With With and she said, you ain't living I, I, that life. I was like, mama, don't be mad. I'm a curse, okay? And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "She was like, okay. I don't think she knew exactly how hard I was about to go. And she was like, I don't know where your mouth came from. <laughs> and only thing my mama ever played for me was like, Pimp C, UGK. Uh, oh yes, there you that, go. That's where it came from. <laughs> like my daddy only played Three Six Mafia, so something. Hey. like, I don't understand why y'all not figuring out why I'm talking like this. So
5: didn't I, I read somewhere that uh, Pimp C's wife wanted to? She had vocals for you that she wanted. Yeah, to did you ever uh-huh. do that?
7: I mean, I got the vocals. I got vocals from her and Juicy J. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was working. I'm still working on my album. Like, I had to hurry up and put together an EP, like, of songs that I just really like that I recorded so far. But, like, stuff like that, I really like to take my time on because mm-hmm. I really look up to Pimp C. So, I really wanted. To, I want to do the song right. How,
6: yeah, long Pimp- did, how long did it take for you to, to, to I don't want to say pop, but to actually pop? Because it seems like on the outside world, it seems like it was fast. It seems like it was a little rumbling and then it was gone.
7: I feel like I'm still getting there. Like, I don't feel like I'm just, like, I I don't feel like I've, like, popped. How many platinum
2: singles you got already? Uh, Three.
7: I mean.
5: (laughs) No, you got the right attitude. That's true. They don't really count it till you put out a debut album.
7: Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I just got a lot more work to do. Like, I like to work. I like to hustle. I don't feel like nothing should just be given to me. Like, I really do want to work for it.
5: What do you think the shift was? Do you think it was uh, the Wiley song, the pole Dancer?
7: Uh, definitely. That was one of the the big moments for me. Um, everybody know like I used to do a lot of ciphers. Mm-hmm. That's where stuff started going viral from. And then mm-hmm. Wale was like the first, you know, big artist to like reach out to me and say I want to I want to do a song with Meg. And my my manager at the time called me. He's like, uh, Wale want to talk to you. I was like, Wale, Wale, <laughs> like <laughs> like Wale.
6: Do you think he was trying to holler at first, or do you think he
7: was no? Be- like as soon as I met him, like I met him in the studio, Um, mm-hmm. uh, and. He just played a bunch of records, and I heard when he played pole dance, I was like, oh, duh, like, I'm gonna do this one. Mm-hmm. So we've just been like really close ever since. Why do you think Pepsi don't get. The proper recognition
5: that he deserves. I saw somebody post the other day. They said, "If y'all worried about, Bo- no, if you know, if if Boosie offend y'all, y'all would have hated Pimp C."
7: <laughs> yeah, he's just very Southern, like, <laughs> and sometimes people from the South like stick to that old Southern way, like yeah. that old Southern mentality, and like a lot of the times, uh, I feel like a lot just Southern rap in general don't doesn't really get the respect that it deserves. Even like, now, I mean even now like
5: for the past 25 years at least been, they respect the south now
7: I feel like a lot of the times like people don't get it like I hear when I go different places they're like oh I, I like your accent but I can't really hear it but mm-hmm. like
2: <laughs> but when you're from someplace different because people will tell me I have an accent and I'm like I don't have an accent like if I'm in the south they'll tell me that definitely you
7: have an accent See, But like I look at you like <laughs> Meg definitely has an accent too. I feel like people not used to it like the mm-hmm. way we I feel like maybe we talk a little slower like I don't know I just feel like sometimes people don't really catch the music like of course like Juvenile like Lil Wayne like mm-hmm. I don't know I just lyricists. feel like those lyricists though yeah but I feel like it's still catching on like it's still it's still growing. So
2: you think that sometimes people misjudge, like looking from the outside with you know hot girl and all of that. Because I looked at it and we were trying to have this discussion on just being like somebody about your business as a woman that is independent, taking care of yourself. You go to school, TSU. Shout out to TSU because yeah, they're so proud of you. <laughs> but sometimes people think that means you just out here hoeing and thotting, and they think that that's what it is.
7: Um, being a hot girl, you know, it really started off as me really just letting everybody know what type of summer I was about to have like me just being unapolog- unapologetic me just doing what I want to do not really caring about anybody else's opinion like mm-hmm. me just being me you know just doing what we want to do as women like we shouldn't be trying to fit into like a certain standard that people try to put us in a certain box people try to put us in you should just do what makes you happy now when the boys got involved it was like <laughs> oh yeah y'all on that hot girl sh- y'all think y'all this and then it turned into like a whole like battle girl versus
6: city boy. yeah I was like whoa 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 <laughs> y'all making
7: this shit so You've I mean, like, all started that Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> they drug it. I was like, damn, like, hot girls, like, I was seeing. <laughs> they was like, yeah, real hot girl. I was like, <laughs> that's not they, what it was. I wondered, what did you do for the fall? I went, I'm, it's a high hot girl semester. Oh, school. Yeah, school. Yeah, we went you, we got got back you, got to got school. You. And how's that
6: going? I seen you studying when you was you a person
7: and all that. I'm taking quizzes every other day, doing homework. Like, I try to get it in when I can. What's your GPA? Oh <laughs> <laughs> Busy No I got like a Maybe like a 2.7 2.8 right now It right. could be better What's oh. your major? Health administration
5: Do you really want to do that? Like why 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 are you still in school At this point? Like, so, why, what is the, it's gotta be a reason
7: So to take it from the beginning When When you go to college I feel like Half the time A lot of people only go into college Because that's what their parents Told them to do My Parents made them do it right mm-hmm. so I don't think that you even go to college knowing exactly what you want to do like that that's where I was at with it my grandmother told me I should go to school to be a nurse mm-hmm. and I was like okay well since <laughs> my, my grandma said do it I guess I'll do it but I always knew what I really wanted to do I just hadn't told my family mm-hmm. so I, I went anyway and I would be sitting in class super bored like I'll be like oh my god I don't want to be here like I'm writing raps and shit. like I was just like damn I don't want to be here but I don't want to drop out because I don't want to disappoint my family mm-hmm. so I'm like well what can I do to like stay here but actually be interested so I changed my major to business management Mm -hmm. and I still didn't like it I was still bored I was not interested so I had left PV and I had got a job and I was still doing classes online at like Mm -hmm. HCC because I didn't want to not be in school completely I just didn't know what I wanted to do with myself because I wanted to rap but I still wasn't like I knew my grandmother wouldn't like it right so it was something I was hiding from her too so, finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go back to school, but I really need to figure out what I want to do. That's right. So, I knew that I wanted to be in the health field, but I knew I didn't want to be a doctor. I knew I didn't want to be a nurse. I was like, well, what, what is it? Like, I just knew I wanted to help. So, I told my grandma, like, where I was at with it. Like, I was like, I really want to run some shit. Like, maybe I could be the head of the hospital. I don't know. And she was like, you know what you should look into? Healthcare administration. And TSU had the major. Mm-hmm. So, once I started going to TSU, now I'm actually, like, learning and I'm making A's and I'm paying attention Mm -hmm. and then I figured out you know what? What I'm learning to hear a lady had came and spoke and she like ran an assisted living facility. So I was like that sounds like something I would really want to get into and my grandmother I watched her take care of my great grandmother for a long time and I'm like no definitely I, this can't be only going on in my family and, and what I'm seeing so I was like I want to open up some assisted living facilities that's small that's, dope. that's yeah. entrepreneurship that's, yeah, so that's, that's what I really that's what I really want to do now and since I'm you know I've already been going to school for so long I might as well keep, keep it going how many
5: more credits you need
7: to finish I think I need maybe like Six right. more classes, but I'm taking them like two at a time, so that's why right. it's going slow. Because I am. We got to get
6: the GPF, though. You know, we, we got to go get the, the GPA. Yeah, yeah. At least a three point
7: <laughs> I got to get a three. Good like respect. I want to. I want to be better, and I want to do better. But I'm trying. You be working. <laughs> yeah. so you're Thinking
5: about life after that.
6: Yeah. 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 All right, we got more with Megan Thee Stallion when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: morning,
6: everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Meg the Stallion. Charlamagne? You celebrated a born day last month. Your born
5: day is on February 15th, right? Yep. So does a hot girl expect a Valentine's Day gift and a goddamn birthday Hell present? Hell yeah. <laughs> I
7: need
2: get, I need get both gracious. days. What if you get a car? You still expect another present or is a that car? a joint gift?
7: So Okay, so is the car for Valentine's Day or my birthday? Wow, It can't that's be great. a joint one?
2: A, no, car,
6: that no, might be a car can't you cover you both give both no, both. No, no, no. You give a car for birthday and then gas for Valentine's Day. A gas Even card. if
7: it's gas, like, it's still got to be some type of celebration. Like, I walk in the house <laughs> and there's flowers all over the place, and then it's like the look thing of gas in the middle of the floor. Like, baby, I got
2: you some gas for your car. You go. like, I gotta say, if somebody bought you a Lamborghini truck on
7: Valentine's Day, I don't think they have to get you something. Well, we can go to dinner the next okay, day. Okay, and you yeah. can drive. I still want it to be a celebration. Okay. Yeah.
5: Now, I'm not, you would be a good side chick, right? I'll tell you all. Oh, <laughs> my You can be with goodness. your main on Valentine's, but then be with you on side chick appreciation day, which is the next day. Wow, but wow, also it's also your birthday. She My birthday's yeah. yeah. well, birthday, real chick.
7: public, so, like, it really wouldn't be, like, A side chick thing. I know, but she wanna make you feel special. Mm -mm, Like I could lie to you.
5: you, I could lie to you about my girl. Mm -mm, Don't lie. (laughs) Don't lie. I'm
7: gonna
5: find
6: out. She gonna find
7: out.
2: Somebody gonna find out. When did you know that you was about to be out of here? Just as far as achieving the levels that you've achieved, I know there has to be some point when you were like, "Damn, this really like happening the way that I wanted to." Um. Was there a moment that you were like, "Damn, look at me! I'm on this tour, or I got this person." Yeah, when I
7: when I first when I did my first tour with uh, me and Future, Mm -hmm. uh, when I even got the offer, I was like, "Damn, they know me. They want me to go through with them." So I just felt like. You know, I felt super, like, lit. I was like, oh, wow. Like, sometimes I don't. It, it surprises me who knows me. Mm. Like, I think, you know, highly of me in future. So, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, mm. that's crazy that y'all want me to come on tour with you. So- Did Beyonce
2: know you before all this, too? Because I see y'all in pictures. I don't
7: know when she found out about me, but I was so happy when I met her. Like, I couldn't believe it. They invited us to their home on New Year's. The Carters. Yes, the Carters. What that house looked like. It, w- it was crazy. It damn, near looked like a museum. Like, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> But um, when Jay had invited me to the house for the party, I told my whole team. I was like, okay, y'all, look, I got a show today, but we got to make sure that I make it to this party on time. Like, I don't want to f*** up. This is my first time meeting Beyonce. I want to do it right. So, literally, my stylist brought my, because it was a pajama party, too. Mm-hmm. He brought my outfit to my show super late. So the GPS, I remember just looking at the GPS and it said we was going to be there in seven minutes. It was already damn near 12. I was in the car. I was about to cry. Uh, and I was like, you made me miss Beyonce I was like, party. I f***ing hate you. Like, we literally ran in their house at 11.59. And then everybody's like, oh. And I was like, oh, my God, we made it. I couldn't believe
5: the it. The Carters had a pajama party for New Year's
7: Eve. <laughs> yeah. But everybody, of course, everybody's pajamas were, like, super nice. Right. Wow. Yeah. that was right? shock. Like, I not Was
3: it a sleepover? <laughs> <laughs> no, it
7: wasn't a sleepover, but I don't, I don't know why I was pajamas. But it was it was really nice, though. Yeah. But I don't even, I was so pissed because he brought me, like, these old fancy-ass pajamas, and I right. didn't even wear the fancy ones. Hold oh, on, oh, like, give us
5: a little inside peek at that Illuminati life. Now, who was at this party? <laughs>
9: gracious
7: I don't know nothing about the Illuminati (laughs) (laughs) it really be blowing my mind when I see people say that like oh yeah she's in the Illuminati now I be like bitch I don't I don't even know how to get in there. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I gotta do some <laughs> research on the okay, Illuminati. Okay, I got to look that up. I don't even think black people can be in the Illuminati. Yeah,
5: it's disrespectful because people act like they don't believe in God and hard work, and only like it's on, it only seemed like black people do that to each other.
7: It's like, how can you discredit these people for working all their motherfucking life, and now, now since they're doing so well, they gotta have be they gotta be down with the devil? That's, right. that's, that's yeah, real. Like why. God
5: ain't real.
2: Yeah, and you yeah. get to see Meg's throwbacks at her freestyling in the cipher, so you can see how long it's been happening, and yeah, that she was nice she back
5: av- then. See how she avoided answering was at that
8: party,
7: though? Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't like telling nobody business.
8: <laughs> look at the pictures
7: online, right? You can just do that. Right.
6: Now we've seen we seen in the press that you, you know you're, you're trying to get released from your contract. How was that going? So actually, I'm not trying to get
7: released from my contract. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to you know renegotiate some things in my contract.
6: Mm-hmm. And how was that going?
7: Um. Well, it's going. <laughs> 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 but I mean. Uh, you know, a lot of things I can't say because it's legal. I got to handle it in court. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, things are public information. Um, we got the contracts right here. Yeah, I
5: didn't want to talk about this uh, just yet because I just met you. So I wanted to, right. you know. But since we're talking about it. right? Now, now, 1501 Records, what have they done for the career of Megan and Sally?
7: Um. So when I first got signed, um, it was Carl and T. Ferris. And, you know, everybody was super nice, of course uh but for whatever reason me and my mom were just more drawn to t ferris like he was just really nice really supportive mm-hmm. like he re- like anything i asked for like t ferris would just do it um i can't uh, i record at the studio every day with them uh i was going i had shows i was just coming up uh t ferris would be there car will pop up um from time to time i'm pretty sure um, he helped a lot with some some radio at the time, and then. What do you mean, like paying for radio? I don't I don't know how that goes. It, it, go.
6: That's it happens, man. It's What's illegal. Not, we
7: am having
5: honest conversation. I'm a radio personality. I can say that. Whatever.
7: I mean, I don't I don't really know how it goes, so mm-hmm. I can't really like speak on it. But I just. Like whatever it is, mm-hmm. I, I know he he had to do something. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So I'm not taking that away from him. I'm not saying that he never gave me nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when things start really taking off, um, it would be me, my mom, and T. Ferris. Mm-hmm. So when we would be on the road, that that's the team. Um, when things start picking up even more, I, I got signed with 300. So. I really just didn't see, see, you know, nobody from 1501 that much. Right, Do you we think just, things
6: chif when you went to Rock Nation, when Rock Nation started managing you and taking care of your contract? No,
7: like, what people don't realize is, you I don't put everything on social media. Like, I don't put my problems on social media. Like, mm-hmm. I I'm not a person that like to vent online. Like, I just don't care about a lot of people outside of Penn. So, like, you would have never knew that we weren't talking even then like it wasn't like when i see him i speak yeah but it's not like i'm we besties or nothing you know like me and t ferris have a really really close relationship so
2: when you got on instagram you had just got to the point where you were really frustrated and yeah because i had already
7: seen like i just never made it a public thing like he had already been talking about me online but i never like responded to it so i don't think people realize that i was just at a point where i was already frustrated and then when i found out i couldn't drop any music i was like well, I might as well say something now. Y'all ain't letting me drop music, so I might as well tell people why I can't drop it. Right.
5: Why well, I didn't understand that either. Why would they not <laughs> want you to drop music if they eat off it?
7: I really don't know. Yeah. I could
6: not tell you what like what's the thought process. All right, now keep it locked. We got more with Meg Thee Stallion. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Meg Thee Stallion. Charlamagne?
5: Do you think this is a situation where a major company is poaching off the work that a 1501 did to help you get to this point
7: no like rock nation don't have nothing to do with the problems we was already going through mm-hmm. i don't like it i don't like that you know people bring up jay-z like jay-z not <laughs> worried about them like you you saying names that i feel like it's just you're just trying to draw like attention to the situation like facts are public i don't have to lie why would i lie like I just, I feel like people want to bully me. Like, you don't have to gang up on me. Like, I didn't do nothing to y'all, so I really don't understand where it's coming from. I think,
5: I think a lot of that there? came from, I think you said in the that, that uh, Rock Nation looked at the contract and told you something. So,
7: when, when I finally got real lawyers and, like, you know, people around me that knew what they were talking about, it was like, some things in my contract are just unconscionable in the state of Texas. So, it's like, well, let's just fix the things that are wrong. So... Mm-hmm. So you hopeful that you just again? want to renegotiate? I just wanted renegotiate to renegotiate my right. contract. Does okay. it look
2: like things are going to move toward that direction? Are you feeling like? I do really, you feel like if you had a conversation? <clears throat> I tried to a, have a conversation because he said he had Carl said he hasn't heard from you since
7: August. He's
2: like I haven't he heard, heard from,
7: from me, me before that. Like no. we just don't have a relationship, so mm-hmm. it's not nothing that's brand new. It's not because of Rock Nation. We just already didn't have a relationship.
2: Maybe
5: Carl was the money guy, but he wasn't the day to day guy. That's what it seems like.
7: I mean, like I said, like I could. I, well, I know what's being said Is not true Like all that Hundreds of thousands Of dollars Like People not even You know Putting it out there Like we ask for The proof And you're not even Giving us the proof Of that
5: I gotta go back And look at some Of your old Instagram pictures Well thank what god, you god We got like. an album out today the album well, so it's not today. even my album
7: like it's an ep it's an ep so who is sugar now so sugar is basically just like a girl who is going through it but she getting through it it's like me basically letting people know that i'm not perfect i'm a human i know i'll be up but i'll be trying so <laughs> <laughs> i'll be getting through it you know what i'm saying and i just i don't like the i don't like the fact that <clears throat> everybody be trying to seem so perfect mm-hmm. why do we you want to be perfect but obviously, people online—they just are all so amazing, yeah. and nothing's wrong with them, and they never been through sh- in their life. So, I mean, that—that's more so what I'm talking about.
5: Isn't it whack though that you gotta you gotta learn that in real time? Like you gotta that that has to play out in front of the world. You know what
7: I'm saying? Yeah. As you
5: learn those growing pains.
7: I mean, it's just all a part of being in the light. So mm. I, I can't complain. I knew knew what I was getting into. So it's not nothing I'm
6: upset about. It's just I'm just learning as I go. So when I bump
7: my head, I just be like, okay.
6: you and the baby make great records with each other. Oh, yeah. Are y'all doing an album together? Is that a plan to do a full project?
7: I don't know if we're going to do a full project, but I know we definitely got some music that's going to come up and some other things. I don't want to say yet. Yeah. The baby always says if he could do a collab album with somebody, it'd be you. I love him. Like, I really think that'll be fire if we actually did it. Mm
5: -hmm. What what type of deal is Megan Thee Stallion looking for? Not necessarily in that situation, but just in general. Um, at this point in your career, what would be fair to Megan Style?
7: I just want it to be fair, and I want it to be, you know, good for everybody. Like, nothing is going to be perfect, but if we can both come to an agreement, like, you got to you gotta give a little to get a little, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I understand that, so I just want everything to be fair. Do you have a relationship with Jay Prince at all? No. So, have you ever met him? In person, no. Okay.
5: Growing up, did you look up to rap a lot in Jay Prince? Had yeah, to, right? In youth?
7: Ooh. Really? Like I didn't was, I was, was young So I didn't young. really know Anything oh, about got it got
5: you got you I you mean got if you knew Pepsi so. and all of them though like you, right, I only knew the music, the music. Like got I you, didn't you. know got The got backstory.
7: You. I didn't know the background uh, I mean you know You from Houston. I'm from Houston You know you hear things mm-hmm. But it wasn't it, I didn't think It was gonna be anything I, I would ever have to deal with Right Now well, yeah, let's take a Can
5: we talk Oh I wanted to talk About the song Bitch Jay accused you Of lying This morning on his Instagram Said you're lying on him In court documents What is that about
7: like that's something that I definitely can't talk about but I I, I don't lie though
5: who helped you negotiate your original deal with 1501? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just
7: asking I like mean interrogation. <laughs> yeah, I mean all of this I really would like to answer it. Got you. So hopefully, you know, next time I come, I will be able to talk about it, but right now I you know, it's just in court, like so I can't say a lot of stuff. Is this stressful for you right now though? Well, oh yeah, definitely because all I want to do is just put out my music. Mm-hmm. And that's all
6: I care about. So. Well, she gotta go, guys. So okay. let's let's play. She just got here. <laughs> she gotta go. I'm telling you what they're telling oh, but me. But a forty percent profit
5: share. You think that's good for established artists? For new established artists? Or you want a little more?
7: I mean, forty
5: percent. It seems pretty good.
7: For I little. mean, that's good. Like yeah. that's that's really not even the the highlight of what what my problem is. Mm-hmm. So,
5: but you can't talk about
7: what the problem. I can't is. talk about exactly <laughs> what it is right now. But you sugar did. is out right now. One more question.
5: I've seen you also being accused Of, of going Hollywood too fast
7: what By who? Say? The people who Going against me right now? No No Who was, I
5: see Isaac Hayes Say that a lot on Instagram he, Isaac Hayes? Yeah Not the same Oh his well song. I, was
6: like, I was like damn <laughs> <laughs> I was like god damn do Isaac
7: Hayes <laughs> <what> Isaac Hayes <laughs> <said>. <laughs> No, his son says he, he
5: said he, he he likes you, but he said he thinks you're going to Hollywood too fast.
7: Well, I don't know him. <laughs> he don't yeah. know me, so he can't he can't say none of that. You can, I mean, I guess you just go off what you what you hear from another guy, and you know you want to run with that. But I don't know that man. You think L. A. impacts your music at all? No.
2: I'll right. say every time I see Meg, she's always been really nice to all her fans, her yeah. hotties. Her, been, always,
7: anybody that really know me
0: know how I really humble. am. As Absolutely. a matter of fact, my
2: goddaughter met you backstage at the show and was so excited. Y- y'all got cute pictures together and everything. She's 18 years old. It, you didn't even know who she was. And she came, took pictures. Every time I see you, you always act the same. I know I know people who I met them early in their career, and they act funny later. No,
6: nah, she's, she's always still, been humble, always been cool. Always I don't have no
7: cool. reason to act no different, like... It don't matter how much money I get, I share it with my whole team. Like, I don't, I don't feel like being mean is, I don't feel like being a bitch is gonna benefit me in any way.
5: That's real. My grandma always said manners will take you where money won't.
7: Yeah, my grandmother like pretty much preached the same thing to me. My grandma always told me to just be positive, like always be kind to people. You never know what people going through, so you just always should be nice.
6: Well, let's play a joint off the off the EP. What you want to hear?
7: Let's play Captain
9: Hook. Captain, Captain Hook Hook. Mm-hmm. Hook, what's that about? God. It ain't about me You like that good. curve, right girl? That's <laughs> what it's about? All right I knew exactly right. what it was about soon
5: as I heard it And I got mad You got mad? And I did, All right, did Nobody ever makes songs for the average size penis
6: guy
5: <laughs> I man over there All right <laughs> Thank you for joining Megan, us Megan, don't be a stranger, goddammit
7: I won't, I really, I really had a good time up here
6: All right, it's Meg the Stallion. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club, good morning say the game. You
8: are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day.
5: Donkey of the Day does not discriminate.
6: I might not have the song of the
9: day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the evil. <laughs> yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today?
5: Wow, Donkey of the Day goes to John F. Kennedy Middle School in Connecticut. In particular, a teacher named Brie Quarton. Uh, She's the district's health and physical education coordinator and superintendent, Christopher Driesick. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right now. I have extreme love for public school teachers. Drop on the clues, bombs for all the public school teachers out there. Because my mother has been a public school teacher in South Carolina for as long as I've been alive. And I understand the impact that public school teachers have on kids. And I know how hard that job is because you have to truly love it. Because it's not like the pay is your incentive. I mean, You have to really care for these kids and their well-being. Lesson plans, assignments, all of these things teachers come up with to educate kids. We appreciate you. Drop another cool bomb for teachers, man, public school teachers. We know it's not easy. And in this era of social media, video games, all types of things, just pulling at these kids' attention, cutting through to these children and creating things that can actually appeal to these kids is tough. So I'm not judging. Okay, but as a parent of a middle schooler, I would be concerned about this lesson plan that came out of JFK middle school. I'm holding it in my hand right now. okay. And the title is Pizza in Consent. Okay, basically, kids at JFK uh, middle school in Connecticut were instructed to use pizza as a metaphor for sex and asked to cite their favorite toppings. For example, cheese was for kissing and olives were for giving oral. Basically, they compared ordering a pizza to receiving consent. I, I can't make this kind of stuff up. Listen to Eric Sanzi, Director of Outreach for Parents Defending Education. She did an interview with ABC 7 KATV to describe the assignment.
1: The assignment started out with a, with a sentence that said, yes, pizza can be a metaphor for sex. And then it went on to explain that just like when friends have to agree on pizza toppings when they're sharing a pizza, that people need to agree on what they're willing to do and not do in terms of consent. And so they decided to have the students list their sexual likes and dislikes and then draw them on a pizza as pizza toppings. Now, again, these are eighth graders. And it's important to keep in mind, under 15% of eighth graders have had sex. So they're being asked very personal questions on a topic that many of them are totally inexperienced with and likely uncomfortable talking about in school.
5: This is middle school. How many toppings do you think I've had on my pizza in middle school? Now, now I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I enjoy a great conspiracy theory, and PizzaGate was a great conspiracy theory. You remember PizzaGate, don't you? Ah, the false allegation uh, that the Clintons used the Comet Ping Pong Pizza Restaurant in Washington D.C. as a front for a pedophile sex ring, and the back room was supposedly used for kidnapping and kidnapping and trafficking children. Okay, now, of course, all of this was proven to be false, but it made a lot of noise. All right, the owner of Comet uh, Ping Pong and his staff received death threats. Uh, People protested outside of the restaurant. A guy actually went in the restaurant and fired a gun at an employee. See, these fake stories be having real-world consequences. Okay, people believe these conspiracy theories, and when you promote these false and reckless conspiracy theories, bad things happen. I'm saying all that to say JFK Middle School in Connecticut has done nothing but contributed to that conspiracy theory. I don't even know if Pizzagate is still a thing, but this right here is going to resurrect it. All right, listen, my daughter is in 8th grade. She's 13. These kids are watching shows like Euphoria. These kids have social media. These kids talk amongst each other. Do you remember when you were 13, 12, 11? Whatever age we were in middle school, we was already talking about sex in a real way. So I can only imagine, with all the access these kids have now, what their conversations are like. So you don't need stunts like this. Just talk to the kids okay just talk to them all right listen let me let me read y'all some of this this is why they use the metaphor for sex they say when you order your pizza with friends everyone checks in about each other's preferences some people might be vegan some people uh, might be gluten-free others might love pineapple while others prefer pepperoni some might not like pizza at all if you're a vegetarian but your friend is a meat lover sharing a pizza is gonna bring up a lot of issues you don't know who you can share your pizza with unless you ask Okay, didn't they say the same goes with sex? No. What are they, what are they talking about? The, 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 the metaphor don't make no sense. The correlation makes no sense. You have to check in with your partners and ask for their preferences. Your partner might be comfortable with one sexual activity but not another. Maybe your partners only want to be touched a certain way, or maybe your partners prefer to use certain language, or maybe they don't want to have sex at all. You'll never know your wants, desires, and and you'll never know if your wants, desires, and boundaries are compatible with theirs unless you ask. No. I don't want y'all asking my daughter about any of that. And once again, furthermore, how many toppings do you think these kids have had in middle school? Middle school, I would hope these kids are virgins. Okay, just plain cheese pizzas. Matter of fact, no cheese, no tomato sauce, just raw dough, you know, that hasn't even been put in the oven yet. All right? Amanda, who is a parent from that school district, took to social media to express her disgust with the assignment. Let's listen to Amanda.
0: Just last week, a school assignment in JFK labeled pizza and consent was sent out for students. What's pizza got to do with it, you wonder? We can use pizza as a metaphor for sex. Those are the first two lines of this assignment, which is centered around establishing consent and boundaries. Except for page two, where it takes it one step further and states, Now that you know the metaphor for sex, let's explore your preference. Draw and color your favorite type of pizza. Mirror these preferences in relation to sex. Here are some examples, likes... Cheese equals kissing, dislikes, olives equals giving oral. Since when has it become acceptable for a teacher to ask a student what their sexual wants, desires, and boundaries are? Maybe our board members would like to answer this assignment and share their thoughts just like our 8th grade students were requested to do.
5: (sighs) Now, of course, the school is currently backtracking. Superintendent Christopher Driesick says it was a mistake and the assignment has, had been inadvertently sent to the students. Basically, they are claiming they sent the pizza to the wrong house. OK, he said while the assignment was inappropriate, there was no hidden agenda. He said while addressing the parents, there was no secret cabal to indoctrinate kids on something. Let me tell you, man, if you know, you have to you know, explain that there's no secret cabal to indoctrinate kids. If a school superintendent has to explain that, all right, then my kids might be in the wrong school, all right? An explanation like that is just, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like this assignment is prompting kids to become sexually active before their time. And what does pizza have to do with consent? I still don't even know that, all right? Choosing what to put on your pizza when you are ordering with a group is hard enough by itself. Now you're trying to make it a metaphor for sex? And even after it's been explained, I still don't know what any of this has to do with consent. All right? Just talk to these kids. They're young adults. Speak to them as such. I promise they can handle it. But pizza as a metaphor for consent, they cannot. And what's the topping for anal? Huh? Please give uh, John F. Kennedy Middle School in Connecticut the biggest, eh, huh? <coughs> <coughs> My kids ain't eating pizza no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got out of that. <laughs> That's what you got out of that. That's what I got out of that. That's what you got out of that. Chicken you know fingers and French fries all day long. Jesus Christ! And what is the topic? What anal? is the topic for anal? <laughs> now, just, just that. Can y'all? T- can, I just want to know? I just want to know. I just want to because they only put two. They put cheese and they put olives. olives. No, olives was oral sex, and cheese was kissing. I would like to know what y'all had the topic for anal. Hmm. Probably peppers. Hmm. I would say jalapeno peppers. Jalapenos yeah, No jalapeno brown sauce
6: Nothing like that
5: I would say jalapeno peppers Cause everybody don't love Jalapeno peppers right Huh What's something on a pizza That people don't uh, Pineapples I would think pineapples Cause everybody doesn't get Pineapples on their pizza You know what I mean you, Mushroom Nah everybody likes mushrooms Everybody don't like it uh. You know what Never mind.
6: <laughs> Alright
5: guys Yeah.
6: Alright well thank you For that dog here today Yes I don't uh, Yeah. Breakfast Club good morning The Breakfast Club we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teladano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well.
5: It's topic time.
6: Call
5: 800 585 1051 to join into the
6: discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, uh, we're talking about parental paranoia. Now, this comes from where, Charlemagne?
5: Well, you know, uh, my last book, you know, shook one. I got a whole chapter called Parental Paranoia. And I think that, you know, if you're a parent, that's just the anxiety that comes from, you know, just having kids. Mm -hmm. Right. And after what we saw this past, what was that, Monday? What day was that? Sunday? I I can't even remember. Tuesday, you know, the the shooting at, you know, Robb Elementary School. I know for a fact it's really impacting how I parent. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, pulling my daughter from, her field trip that she got coming up, and you know, my daughter, the, my oldest daughter, is a teenager now, so she wants to do things like you know, go to the mall mm-hmm. and you know, hang out with her friends in public places. I'm talking about even just hanging out in front of the ice cream parlor, you know. Or, right. You know, your younger kids they want to go to the park, and I'm like, no, we not, we got, we got park at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm that. We got mall at home. You know, we got uh, field trip at home, even right. though we have none of this stuff at home. You know what I mean? But I just. I don't know, man, I just want to talk to other parents this morning because I just I, I know I can't be alone with this. And I feel bad because you want your child to have those experiences. You want your child to have those experiences with their friends. You want them to have a childhood, basically. And I know you can't protect your kids from everything in the world, but damn it, if I won't try. And I know what makes me comfortable as a parent is taking away from experiences that she'll never get again. So it's like, I'm just emotionally, it just makes me yeah. feel bad.
6: Well, I, I will say this, with, with having so many kids, you, you get a couple of do-overs, right? um with my 20 year old and my 18 year old I was very very uh protective over them I I didn't want I didn't let them go out they weren't allowed to do some of the things that their friends are able to do whether it was go to the park or go to the mall without me and my wife being there or a family member being there and I realized when they got a little older they didn't have as as many friends because it was I didn't allow them to go out as much Mm -hmm. but now with with the younger kids I'm starting them to let them go out more. I'm but I'm going out with them. That's so not fair for older kids. (laughs) But but you know, you 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 see how it affects them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And as a kid, you know, I went out, I was at the park. I was playing with my friends. I have so many different friends from different blocks and different areas because I went out. My kids don't have that because I was so protective of them because I didn't want to see them get hurt. But what you
5: what you just said is what makes me feel bad, because I know I have friends who were the older child. Who didn't get to do a lot of the things that the parents let Correct. the younger kids do, you know And it's just like, it's not my fault The circumstances of the world are the way that they are right now So it makes me feel bad that I'm not letting my oldest daughter do certain things But then it's like, man, I gotta I gotta protect my
6: family You do Alright, but just think about it like this At what age were you allowed to travel? And not travelers flying because we couldn't afford it back in the day But drive to another place, to anything Well To go to another city My circumstances
5: were a little different My father was dealing with substance abuse and you know he was he was wild you know what i mean so i didn't have much parental supervision (laughs) i was was a bad kid but put it like this my
6: daughter right now she's a junior at nyu she has never traveled anywhere without me never gone anywhere like you know how kids go to spring break they go to atlanta they go see their friends never
5: well see i used to lie about stuff like that That, to your point i I lied and went i I left and went the black biker weekend in myrtle beach one weekend when i was in high school and didn't even tell my parents I just went, I had five dollars in my pocket, and I just left. Yes, I pocket. just had five dollars in my pocket, and I went with three of my homeboys. So I was just missing for the weekend, <laughs> and guess what? What? Nobody went looking for me because they knew that little badass boy, that black bike, we get a Myrtle Beach. He'll be back, and I'm gonna beat his ass when he get home, guy.
6: Goodness gracious. I think we should talk to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, they didn't really love you. We gonna talking about Yee's parents not taking her to Disney, but jeesh. No, my parents love me. I was going to ask also Yee. Now, I know uh, you got a bunch of God kids, Yee, and you watch your, your God kids. I, does, does this make you feel any way when you got your kids?
2: I mean, I think it's way different than being a parent, but I had a lot of freedom when I was growing up, so... You know, I look at it a little differently, that's all. My parents definitely let me do what I needed to do and be responsible. You can't control what anybody else does, but you also don't want to be scared to live your life and deprive your kids of, you know, having a good time being a kid.
6: Absolutely, hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, it's Nicole. Hey Nicole, you got kids? I do, I have a four year old. And how, how does this, you know, with everything that's going on, how does that make you feel as a parent? So, I actually have double paranoia because I have
1: a four-year-old, but I also work in a school in the Bronx. Oh, wow. Uh, so, it does give me... It should extra, be triple with the Bronx. You know, extra parano- yeah. Well, so that's, that's, my, that's my point, is that you have so many things to worry about that I just kind of tried not to live in fear because you can't go to a grocery store or a movie theater. Um, realistically, you can't keep your kids in the house. Um, so, just trying to... Push through that and understand and teach them different
5: things. What you just they said, too. We
1: still have to in the world. Mm-hmm.
5: What you said about not living in fear is it, it messes with me uh, on a spiritual level, too, because we know we're supposed to walk by faith, right? Like, we're supposed to believe right. in a higher power. But in my mind, I feel like, you know, God is the one telling me, like, hey, shut all of this down. You know, nope, let her stay home. And it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's confusing because I know yeah. I, I, I used it's,
6: to, it's just confusing. It is. Thank you, mama. You I think? used to hate
2: when my mom used to be like, I, I have a feeling you shouldn't go out. I just got a bad feeling. And I used to be like, oh, my God. Now I can't go out because you had a feeling.
6: I,
5: I yeah. be see, I be trusting the feelings from I the elders though. When a black woman tell you, you might need to sit your ass down. You probably need to sit your ass down. If I think about all the times my grandma... Uh, mama said that to me, and I still went out, and I wonder why I got in so much trouble when I was younger. Right. I should have
6: listened. I am not. I, I don't or play about say,
2: that. Her way of saying no was, ask your father.
6: That's what my wife does, too. Where she would be like, ask your dad. They know my answer going to be no. We won't go where? H- How long? How far is that? With Lord who? have mercy. Nah, we not going. now. Nah. we not doing it. We got more calls? Yeah. No, we'll, we'll take some more when we come back. 800-585-1051. We're asking all the parents out there, you know, with everything going on.
5: Is this impacting how you parent, man? Is your parental paranoia the anxiety that comes with being a parent
6: through the roof right now? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I
1: know it, man. I not know, 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 know. Call me. Rand your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 80-585-1051. <laughs>
6: morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Now if you just joined us, we're talking about, to all the parents out there, you know, with everything going on in this world. The mass yeah, shootings, i seen a, 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 a second grader, they found a gun in his, his desk yesterday. I'm with everything you. going on, does this affect the way that you parent?
5: Because I mean, listen, we all already suffer from parental paranoia. I, I wrote a whole chapter about this in my last book, Shook One and when you see these situations like what happened at rob elementary school it brings back all the memories of you know sandy hook and anything and it's not even just rob elementary it's like what happened at the grocery store it's what happened uh, at, at the grocery store in buffalo the church in california like these things are happening so much right. now and i feel bad because you want your child to have these experiences you don't want to deprive them of just you know living their life but then you want to protect them as well and you feel like protecting them it's keeping them at home. Like don't don't go anywhere unnecessary.
6: Correct. That's how I be feeling. All right, well let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? DJ MV,
8: this is Christy. What's up? Uh, what's up, bro? You got some you got kids, bro? Yeah, man. I got a daughter. She's nine years old. What? First off, Yee Morris Chestnut was good, man. What's
5: Peace, King. On? Thank you for acknowledging uh, Thank you for acknowledging. Uh no no problem, man. Yeah, man.
8: Yo, know, first off it's a tragedy. Every time, you know, a parent has to pay their kids. That's that's, Absolutely. That's you know it's, it's horrible, but um, I got a nine-year-old. And parental familiarity is a good thing, man. You know, I'm uh, I'm with you when it comes to keeping your kids at home. When it comes to homeschooling, but you know, socially, they're gonna be growing up awkward. That's how I feel. You know, they're not gonna be able to um, have a proper conversation. With people. they're gonna be sexuals. But I don't feel like they'll have what they need to be a part of society. Right. You
5: know? Hey, listen, I agree with you, and that's what makes it so difficult, but you know, man, when you, especially when you got girls, you see all this stuff about human trafficking and all of this other stuff, so it's not even just the things like the, the violence, the shootings, it's you
6: know, that's, you know you it's hear everything. those stories about the girls getting kidnapped at Dallas Mavericks games, you're like, man, what the hell? But Not only that, bullying is, is so much going on and and, and I don't think I, 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 there's nobody for these kids to talk to, there's no, it's nobody to protect these kids, so I feel like as a parent you gotta be there majority of the time to protect them. Hello, who's this? And
2: I just want to say, kids are getting a lot of trouble at home, too. Just to put that out there. Uh,
6: Hello? Nah, not like the outside world. My kids don't get that much trouble. Nah, nah, but I monitor my kids. I can control them. I know what my kids are online doing. I ain't worrying
5: about no homeschool shooting. There ain't no homeschool shooting happening.
6: Hello, who's this? Hey, this
0: is Sharice from Indianapolis.
6: Hey, Sharice. You you got kids, Sharice?
0: I do. I have a 10-year-old, and he has autism. Mm. So this topic, I have to call you guys because I'm a registered nurse and I get up every day and I talk about mental health awareness because this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yep. And I think we need to focus more on that. And thank you, Charlemagne, for all the work that you are doing with mental health.
5: Thank you, Queen. Thank you. Thank and you. thank
0: you guys too, Angela Yee and um, DJ Envy because you do a lot for the community. But anyway, I just wanted to say that we have to start talking more about mental health because this is where these types of episodes are stemming from. We're not focusing enough on mental health
5: awareness. I agree with you because it's a lot of hurt people hurting people. You know, and, and that's why yeah. I always say we re, we we rely on each other as humans to protect each other every day, just based on our our behavior,
6: man. So I agree with you. Hello, who's this? Anessa. Hey, Anessa. You got kids, Anessa?
0: Yes, I have two girls, two
6: daughters. What's, what's your thoughts, man? I, I know parenting got to be crazy right now.
0: Yeah, the parental anxiety I have when I go out anywhere with my kids, even when I'm not with them. But when we go to restaurants, I'm sitting making sure that I'm facing doors. Uh, we go to grocery stores. I'm thinking about
5: what, what's our exit plan if something happens. It's just it's outrageous. Man, yeah. See what I'm saying? I, I'll be honest, though. This makes me feel better because I know I'm not alone. Even though I, I know parental paranoia is real and it's got to be heightened right now for everybody. All right, well, all right. We got rumors on the way, ye. And by the way, mm-hmm. there is no moral to this story. Mm-mm. After I go to therapy tomorrow <laughs> and talk to my therapist about this, maybe I'll have something for y'all next week. But, you know, parental paranoia is real because my therapist always tells me in regards to any anxiety, um, think about all the times you thought something was going to go wrong, but it didn't. It's very hard not to... It's very hard to feel like that now. I can't just say, well, you know, yeah, she's right. All the times I thought about something going wrong, it didn't go wrong. But, man, when you see all these things going wrong and all of these places that we frequent on the regular, from grocery
6: stores to schools, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, but you know what, too? And, and this is, I know we're rapping. I don't just have it for myself. I have it for other people's kids, too. Absolutely. Like, like yesterday, I, I seen this this young parent. He was he was playing, not even a young parent, like an older brother. He was walking his kid, and I, and I told him, look, you should be on the other side or the sidewalk. Like, walk. You walk closer to the street. That's your right. kid shouldn't be walking close to the yeah, street. Yeah, right. Your baby brother should walk close to the street. Even when I'm in the airport, That's right and I see a parent talking on the phone and not watching their kid, and their kid's about to hit their head, and I know I should mind my own business, but I don't want to see no child hurt. And because any t- other no child grab.
5: And like when you hear stories like, oh, the 15 year old girl got you know kidnapped from the Dallas Mavericks game, Or you hear the young girl got shot in the Bronx, like. If you're a parent, you automatically see your child in that situation. Absolutely. So that's, that's what you're doing. You're looking and you're like, yo, damn, I want him to protect his child the way I would protect mine. And that's how we should always be. A, that's that's how you protect. That's how a village protects each other. This is The Breakfast Club. Good
6: morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do. Um, listen, the positive
5: note is simply this. If we don't change, we don't grow. If we don't grow, we aren't really living. Breakfast
9: Club, bitches! You y'all finished or y'all done?
0: Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool.